I'm calling the USA now Storm Central. I'm on a little early, about 15 minutes. So we'll wait for people to come in. I'll see if I'm on the Facebook side. And of course, get the uh, okay from the members if you can hear me, if you can see me. And also from Canada is Judy on the line. Hello, Judy. Hello, everybody. Hi, John. Good to be here as always, everybody. And Curtis. Bennett says, hello, John, loud and clear, both of us, huh, Curtis? I love that. Right away, Judy, we got a response right on the ball. Good. <laughs> just what we need. Maybe they're catching on what we need just to start out. You know, Judy, maybe after about 280 shows. <laughs> <laughs> They'll know. We got to know right away. Yep, because we don't know. We can be doing this right along and nothing's on there, but I'm pretty sure our members will let us know, you know. I'm sure they will. Yep. I have no doubt. Hello, Cindy. And um, hope everybody uh, had a good week. The professor's in the house. Hello, professor. Hi, Daniel. Mm-hmm. We'll wait for people to come in. Hello, Barbara Perry. And um, I won't be on next Saturday night. That's Labor Day weekend. So next Saturday night, no show, no go. But I will be starting my show on my previous scheduled broadcast that I always done. We'll be starting this Wednesday at 7.30 Eastern Time in the USA. Thank you, Cody. Thank you. Hi, right, Cam. So don't forget, starting this Wednesday at 7.30, we'll be doing our prime broadcast podcast, which I did since 2016. I always do my pre-show before the Tuesday night show once it starts and carry over the hype to Wednesday. Saturdays will be for spot-on uh, interviews, if possible, if they want to come on on Saturdays, obviously I got to oblige by them. Maybe they want to do them on Thursdays, whatever they want to do, my guest appearances. And uh, time wise, if we're doing uh, guest appearances and they're in uh, Germany or something, there's always that five to six hour delay. And we'll have to start those like at 4 p.m., you know, Judy? Right. Get everybody in exactly. Yep. Hello, Danny Boo. So that's going to be the schedule to go, what I hope, into season nine. Is which I did for all eight seasons will be Wednesday night at 7.30, carrying the hype over from the Tuesday night show. So everything's back to normal this year, uh, Judy, and um, we'll have a great time. Yeah, we will. Everybody will be a little bit more excited on Wednesday, and maybe I'll remember more. Yep. It's like me on Saturdays. I, f- I forgot what I did in the morning, not alone five days ago, you know. You got it for sure. 
Um, also, I always got to start my podcast um, because we had such a great show last week, Judy. <clears throat> I got to mention my uh, Christopher Oak Island YouTube supporters. Okay. They are the captains, uh, Michelle and Sand Dollar and Barbara. The Grandmaster, Renee, Roxy, Mike, Annette, the other Annette, Wayne, and Starlene. I thank them so much. And also the extra supporters are Judy, Barbara, Daniel, and Mike. I thank you so much. And I always thank uh, Judy on the spot because she's live. Because you never know what's going to break down, Judy. I never know what's going to break down. I thank you so much, Judy. You're welcome, John. From my art. Yep, and we got the soldiers here. We got to give a shout out to the soldiers now. That's David and Scott and Ken and Curtis, Todd and Michelle, Dana, Josh, Virginia, Jean, Cindy and Becky. Every little bit helps. What a show last Saturday night, guys, on my fifth anniversary. How the heck do I top that? Hello, Paul. <laughs> Hello, Stu. Hello, Josh on the YouTube side. Hi, Judy. How do I top last Saturday's show? Is it possible? Um, bring them all together again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Barbara, very much. Hello, Darlene. But um, that was fantastic of all of them coming on and others giving me... Uh, uh, voice clips. I just thought it was just fantastic. Just fantastic. I, I loved every second of it. And uh, just listening to them was was fun. You know, wouldn't you like to just be in a room with them and be able to listen to them talk about their theories? Yep. Just keep it going round and around. I just loved it. Hello, Jazz Dia. Thanks for coming in. But, um, Let me see. Did I say Jazdia on my list? I don't know. Already, um, maybe it's got to be updated. Don't forget, guys. You got anything inspired by the Oak Island program? Please, some something to Renee Tuttle, something that you made, something that you saw. We're really lacking in that department, Judy. Yeah, uh, yes, and I'm not good at that kind of stuff, but I might surprise her one of these days. Yep, you got to get some uh, out of seventy-one thousand people. There's got to be more than like six or seven of us, of us, not me, that are creative. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Yeah, come on, guys, give us your crafts. Thank you, Curtis. The moderators I want to thank is Tammy, Judy, Renee, Michelle, Daniel, and Starlene. Our call-in number, when you see it scrolling, is 1-323-813-4135. Judy will get off the line. Just mention it in chat. My five moderators will catch me and tell me that it's somebody wants to get on. And um, Judy will get off and call in. Jazz Dia on my uh, YouTube supporter list. I think I didn't mention your name, or it's off there. I'm not sure. Jazdia, no big problem. Sometimes the computer screws up and doesn't print out a name. 
No big deal, Jezdia. No big deal. I also want to welcome all my Quest of Oak Island Facebook group members, my YouTube channel members, and my listeners on the podcast radio side from my anchor host. I thank him so much, Judy. And now, I don't, I don't know if it's normal, but also Amazon podcast contacted me that I posted in my group to join their podcast with 55 million possible listeners. I think that's awesome. And Daniel says, an Oak Island Calzone. Yeah, that's next, the professor. Paul Gimp said, oops, I sent something to Judy, not Renee. So Paul, just send it to Renee. But uh, I thank you guys for what you do for the group, because the group is you. It's not me. I just sort of put a direction on what's going what. And what I see, giving everybody an outlet to have a good time. That's all I do here. And uh, Saturday nights, we'll keep it Judy just for, like uh, like I said, spot on little things that might be important that happen after Wednesday. And also, that'll be our trivia night uh, so we can be all be drinking wine and drinking coffee and chocolate milk, whatever, in the wintertime. But I'm pretty sure once the show starts, we'll have a ton of stuff to talk about. Not like right now. We're sort of hurting. Right, exactly. Yeah, there'll be lots then. Doing good, Steve. Curtis, Doing good. Yeah, Curtis said he loved the Saturday show. So, Curtis, we're still going to be doing some. Oh, yeah. Stay with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Diane and Kathy from Long Island. But um, usually the end of the month, I give the statistics of Facebook, YouTube, and now we got Anchor, Spotify. Just to give you guys a direction of what numbers I see, obviously it's off-season, so the numbers are down. But I think you guys still find that interesting. What do you guys think? Well, I sure do. I look forward to to being on and uh, hearing what everybody has to say. Yep. Hello, George. But um, we have uh, the top ten contributors uh, this month, and when I say this month, it's all they always give me the last uh, 28 days, guys. And I don't have any more membership quest coffee mugs, so we can't do any trivia until I get someone to uh, get more in. But I'm working on that also. Um, so hang in there, George. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a season nine, it's not official. But I think we're going that way. My top contributors for the last 28 days are as follows. Linda Shafto, Tom Burns, Tim Madri, Darlene Dougie, Barbara Perry, Mark McKinley, Cindy Monroe, Tammy Hurst, Susan Banner, and coming in 10th is Chris, the Starman Dona. <laughs> These are the people that are always in chat, hitting that like or reply and 
doing all that kinds of stuff, Judy. They're the top ten. Good. Great bunch of people. Yep. Got a whole bunch of good people, John. Yep. Big bunch. Big bunch. As of today, we have 71,220 members, barely holding. We had 113 posts. Don't forget, this is only 28 days. We had 113 posts, but compared to last month, we're up 24%. (laughs) Wow, good. (laughs) We had 3,464 comments. Wow, we're up 33% from last month. And reactions, we had 23,995 reactions, up 25%. Hello, Mary. The top three countries, USA, Canada, and the UK. The top three cities, Halifax is still number one. They're always holding number one, Judy. They're like double of everybody, so I don't think they're going to lose that position. In second place, we got uh, Melbourne, Australia. Can you imagine that? I can't. Isn't that wonderful? Yep. And in third place, we got Ottawa. In third place, so we got Halifax, Melbourne, and Ottawa. The breakdown of male to female, 67% are male viewers, 33% are female and that's about the stats for Facebook. Wow, that surprises me. Maybe because the women are more talkative. I don't know. Who knows? You'll see. You see a pattern after a while. It's about the same. Yep, Cam. Um, the YouTube side now. I'll give you a couple of uh, things, but I won't say this much because of uh, things. We only have 1,791 subscribers. I would think by now we would have like 10% of the 71,000. That would be 7,000 subscribers. But I guess a lot of people don't like YouTube and just stay on Facebook. But it just shows me growth, and it shows me interest. So if the numbers are going down, as far as me as a numbers person, uh, Judy, just shows me numbers show interest. And numbers show growth. You know what I mean? Yes. Yes, for you it does. Yeah, so that's how we go by that. And that's been around that number for months. We average about 5,000 views every 28 days. Wow. But again, it all depends who's on uh, and such. Judy, you don't know. You know what I mean? Right. And I think it'll pick up again come September. A little bit, and then, of course, the closer we get to the the show starting, the more we'll get. Right, but this is an average of 28 days, but that's mostly my average even when the show's running. Oh, okay. And even my Facebook numbers, they go up a little bit, but that's basically even when the show is running. Even though it's off-season, basically they're about the same numbers for some reason. Hmm. YouTube, the top... Five countries are, of course, Utica, Utica, uh, USA, Canada, the UK, Brazil, and Germany, Judy. Wow, that's quite a surprise. Don't worry about it, Cam. It's always on uh, YouTube and Facebook for you to look at. 
the live shows are always on for you to use and look at any time you want. But there's one statistic, uh, Judy, that 60% subscribers watch my content on YouTube. But there's still, wow. but there's still 40% that still watches our videos, but they are not subscribed. Can you imagine that? Oh, isn't that something? And it doesn't cost them anything to subscribe either. Right, it's free. But it's 40% of the people that watch all my videos on YouTube. All those numbers you guys see on views, you know, when the video goes up, it shows views. Mm-hmm. 40% of them are not subscribed. That's all they got to do is hit the subscribe button. That's right. a, And that's a lot of people. Why they don't subscribe, I have no idea. Maybe they're just bouncing around, you know. Hello, Linda. Be. Thanks for coming in. And the last statistic is for uh, my radio podcast, which is on Anchor, who's the host, which uh, Spotify uh, owns. So far, we got 518 plays, Judy, on our uh, radio side. Great. We got Apple Podcast at 35%, Overcast Podcast at 12%, Anchor 10%, and a web browser at 9%. All the rest, the 34% or whatever it is, is on different uh, connections. Well, that sounds good, John. And it'll go up when the show starts. Yep. And again, male, 62%. Female, 35%. 3% not known. Or they don't identify as male or female or whatever the heck is going on with that thing, you know? <laughs> okay. Could have names that are both used for both. Yep, and the top countries that listen to us, Judy, on our podcast radio site, I call it podcast radio site, is uh, USA, Canada, UK, Germany, the Czech Republic, Sweden, New Zealand, Norway, and Brazil. Wow. Wow, that surprises me. It's great, though. Yep, Curtis, if they subscribe, they will get a notification. I got about 390 people that have a subscribe button that uh, get notified. But that's hardly anybody, but 390 people, I think, uh, Curtis. Hello, Christopher. Morphid's in the house. Thanks for coming in, Christopher. Hi, Chris. Just going over those facts. I hope I didn't bore you guys. Oh, I like hearing that. There's Jake. Hi, Jake. Hello, Jake the Snake Roberts. So uh, we went over the stats. That's it for this 28 days. Of course, you guys, uh, I've seen my group page. We know that the excavator, long-arm excavator, I guess is in the swamp. So things are happening there. But I have questions, you know, everything has questions. I'm saving some stuff for Wednesday night because we need some stuff to go on on Wednesday night. And um, that long arm excavator is in the swamp. But you know what I don't see? What? Like I said, I'm a construction guy. I'm a survey guy. If they're looking to re-get that wood or ship rail wood to get it dated on top of that big piece of wood. I do not see any coffer dam there. No, it sure it didn't look like it. 
Otherwise, they would be posting that. That's all I hear is the uh, air hammer pounding in the uh, steel coffer dam all the way around the road, all the way around the swamp. So I don't know what they're digging into the swamp. That's our discussion for tonight a little bit. But no coffer dam, and it's drained. You know, all the mud will just keep on coming back. You know what I mean, guys? Right, yeah. Oh, I'm anxious to find out what they're doing. What I'm thinking is if they got a permit to dig in the uplands. Hello, Noel. Thank you. Noel from Australia. All depends on the permits, Linda. They were up there early, so the permits were in early. <clears throat> I mean, I did hear that there was some kind of government delay on something, but I'm not sure what the delay was on. But obviously, with no coffer dam, how do you stop the mud and yuck to come back in if you're trying to clear a spot out? You know what I mean, Judy? Right, yes. I'm wondering that, too, right now. So... The long-armed excavator was done in the uplands that we saw this tunnel, shaft, whatever they found. Do you remember this? Yes, definitely. And there's the long-armed excavator, which is now in the swamp. And, of course, they changed the tracks, or it is a different machine, this big old swamp buggy, because they got big floating uh, tracks on the bottom that we saw last year. So there's two kinds of excavators, the one for the swamp with the big floating uh, tracks, and this one here that do not have the big floating tracks on them, and the long arm reach. Yup, Linda, maybe there's a new spot, but I'm trying to speculate. Um... The spot that I would want them to do is the spots that they don't, Mercy Point. Right. In the eye. How many times we say this, Judy? About a thousand times? Yes. I want the Mercy Point and the eye, please. Yep. And um, what they're digging beyond that in front of the swamp, I have no idea. Not unless they dig a big enough hole, but the bigger the hole they do in the swamp, Judy, I don't think they have pumps that could drain it out faster than a coffer dam can do. You know what I mean? I agree, yes. You know? Sure. Say say they didn't get the... Let's put our thinking caps on, guys. Say they didn't get permits to put a coffer dam in. No, I'm a construction guy. You guys, you guys with me? Go right ahead. But they got a permit to dig but not a permit for a coffer dam to put the steel in the swamp. Maybe it's something about the swamp they can't do. They could have did it at Smith's Cove, but something environmentally, they can't do it in the swamp. You would dig. Go ahead, Julie. That could very well be. It's hard to say what the government will do. Yep. And um, what you would do, is the only thing I can think of is that big piece of wood was 10 feet below. Remember, guys, uh, Steve said it's 10 feet below sea level when they found the big piece of wood 
before they found that piece of uh, ship's rail. Remember, Judy? Yes, clearly. So we know the depth is 10 feet. You'd have to dig a bigger hole and maybe put some kind of netting on the side and have big, and I mean big, pumps that pump out mud and water to keep up with the inflow that'll be coming in. You know what I mean, guys? Yes, a lot of work. So I'm just trying to think, if they didn't get the permit to put the coffer dam in, guys, what other options do they have if they still want to get down to see if there's a ship down there? Because now it's, I call it September 1st already. I mean, these things dig yeah. fast. These things dig quick. We don't need, need much time, but we do need the permits. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. Yeah, and sometimes you got to wait for them a long time. Yep, Linda, they did drain the swamp. But, Judy, if they were declined the permit, they already know. Right, exactly right. Here's the paperwork. Well, declined. Can we put in a coffer dam around the swamp to see if there's a ship? No, because it's the swamp. Maybe it's an environmental thing, like I'm telling you guys. That's way different than uh, um, Smith's Cove, you know, Judy? Right, it, it is for sure. But we need to know what's there. Yep, so I'm trying to think of my construction background. I know they used to have metal cages that when we put down sewer drains, that the metal cages would hold the sides back as you dug down, as you went down. You know what I'm talking about, Judy, or no? Yes, I do. Hello, James. Hello, Elizabeth's on the YouTube site. But when they had to put down uh, sewer drains, there's these big cages that they put down in the hole so the sides don't cave in. And if it's full of water, obviously they pump the water out. So that's what I was thinking about when I didn't hear anything about the coffer dam going up. You know what I mean, guys? Yeah, well, let's hope that they were able to do at least that. Hello, Chris. How are you tonight? So I think if they were denied a permit here and there, I don't think the uplands was underwater. I think they still can revisit that shaft, but I'm not sure on that. I'll have to find out. I'm just thinking of places that they can revisit and had no problems getting a permit and to see what that shaft or tunnel was all about, you know? Yes, I hope they can. Because we know the long arm is there. The long arm excavator is for deep excavation. You know, it's not the short arm. It's that long, I think it was 65-foot arm it was. Wow. So now I'm thinking, okay, not unless they got a new spot, but then we're, we're told that it's in the swamp. So that threw me all off. Without no coffer dam, it's in the swamp. So it has to be a new swamp, or they're just trying to get to that wood and just to find out if there's a ship buried in the swamp on another method, you know, Judy? Right, exactly. Maybe we'll get lucky and it's the eye of the swamp 
that they're digging. Nope, it seems the pictures I've seen in my group that the excavators closer to where they were digging out where the uh, ship was. Okay. Near the road, you know. The eye of the swamp is way up towards Fred Nolan's house. Yes. The ball foundation, not with an excavator. So that had me wondering because of uh, this piece of material that we were showed uh, last season. There's that big piece of wood on the bottom. Could have been wood that floated in from Smith's Cove and just went into the swamp when there was no road there. We have no idea. And then the date of that uh, ship's rail that uh, Greg uh, had dated um, twice over. That would be a big find, and that would be a big... Uh, thing to find and date judy even though we have spoon or silver yeah it would be a big deal if they could find a ship in the swamp for sure you know that would make uh with spoon or silver and finding if it is a piece of a ship or a mask of a ship you know that would be a whole season worth of episodes you know yes it would for me, it would be more exciting to find the ship than the silver. Yeah. Daniel says, I'm surprised the tunnel system has not been found and explored. Daniel, I think we all feel like that. Right. The tunnel system, like I said, even with Gary Drayton's new machinery that goes down 40 feet and all the scanning they have done, all these tunnels are collapsed. So it's very hard yeah. to find them because they're filled in. You know what I mean, Daniel? They find wood. Yep, they look for a top piece. They look for a vertical piece. But the tunnels are all caved in. Even at the uh, Behringer survey with all those tunnels all over the place, it's not showing because they're all filled in. They're all caved in from 235 years of tides coming in and out and everything else but we did find that new shaft or tunnel in the uplands i wish they would even try to get a permit to go there but i'm not sure yeah paul everything could start in the swamp and like i said that blue clay is there for a reason if you got a blue clay mine and you did blue clay there should just be a big hole, no clay left. Why is the blue clay so close to the top of the surface? That's my other spiel, right, Judy? Right, yes. We all wonder. Yep, and it only takes uh, a couple of thinking caps saying, hey, this is waterproof and something. Or just go dig it out, throw it all in uh, Billy's dump truck, and see what's underneath there. Done. Simply done. Well, I think our researchers that we're all on last week are working on something. So who knows where it'll take us. Yep, they're always working and refining and updating what they have. That's what they do. But as far as this, this was the coffer dam they were going to do, move it over to uh, look for the ship anomaly. But I have no idea about permits 
in a swamp. And then the guys had me crazy. Chris the Starman had me crazy looking for things on Nolan's Cross boulders. I mean, I can't believe myself. Like Chris says, there's no markings on any of these boulders. If anything, markings should be on the boulders on Nolan's Cross. Aaron also said they can do LIDAR on these rocks. And then I remember this, Judy. You remember this one? Yes, I do. When... Uh, Doug Cromwell found the supposedly 90-foot stone in the uh, book store. They used a scanning device on that small rock to see if there's any invisible sort of markings. Remember that show? I do, very clearly, yeah. So they can do the same things on uh, Nolan's cross boulders to see if anything was worn off anything was uh, subsurfaced from years ago. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, they should be able to. Yeah, but they're not concerned about these boulders, I guess. But uh, they were put there for a reason. And I love Jake the Snake Roberts because he said something that stuck in my brain since Saturday. You know what that is, Judy? You tell us, John. Jake the Snake Roberts said, he said it best. Nolan's Cross is only named because of Fred Nolan named it. That means, is it a Templar direction finder? Is it a positioning device? No. Fred Nolan named it Nolan's Cross because it's on his property. Same, you know, the simple solution to name it. And like he says, I'm pretty sure that throws everybody off. And uh, Fred Nolan was a very smart man. He kept everything close to his heart, as we know. So when he said, it's only called Nolan's Cross because Fred Nolan named it, just struck a bell with me. What do you think, Judy? Yeah, I I hadn't thought about it, but Jake's right, and who knows what it, initially it was put there for. Right. I mean, you know, is it a Templar directional finder? Is it a Stargate finder? Not a Stargate, but like Chris says, you know, a lot of things go off this uh, supposedly Nolan's Cross that should be named, I mean, Chris says like Bacon's Cross and everything else that happens with that. It's just... Uh, we get so mind-boggled by these things said to us over and over. It's just, uh, you got to think outside the box. You know what I mean, guys? We got to think on the outside. That's what I like. The theorists, they come in with different ideas. Um, you can't be the status quo on this ongoing puzzle. You know, it's got to have maybe one meaning. No, not on Oak Island. We had we don't have one meeting on Oak Island. We got about thirty meetings for one, the same thing. People can have thirty different opinions on what it means. You know, Judy. Exactly, and we need our researchers to to keep going, and uh, hopefully put something together that'll find it. Yep. 
It's just unbelievable. I'm counting on them. Yep. And Paul says, I concur. Yep, it could be. It could be. And then the things on boulders that I see and you guys see that they don't explain. You remember this? They were looking for anchor bolts, anchor bolts, anchor stones. And they flipped this one stone up. And boy, oh boy, if that doesn't look like a cross on the side of the rock, I don't know. It must be a perfect shadow, a perfect something of all things to show when they flip this rock up. You know, Judy? Exactly. It looks like it's dug in to me. It's been put there on purpose, I think. But then I'm very sure if it was noticeable by the fellowship, they would have said something right away. If they're filming like they say, and they're filming just as they go, and you flip up a rock and say something, they would point to it right away. Like if Steve uh, finds a stone or a boulder, hey, look, this looks like a cross. It's right then and there, you know what I mean? Right, for sure. I know Alex, when uh, they found the, I can't remember which anchor stone, and they looked, saw the ship on it, he, he brought that up right away. Right, he thought it looked like the ship stone. Yep. And it's like, oh, my lordy forty. But then I'm saying, well, if these guys didn't say it, well, I must be seeing things, you know? Yeah, well, you're not, because I see it. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, so it's going to be exciting. We uh, got the end of August now. So we got September, October, well, six, uh, eight, four, eight, September, October, eight. Ten weeks, Judy, if we get a season yeah. nine. About that, it's going to take forever to come, I think. <laughs> yep. And I say, too, also, you know, we're just going to uh, back cash uh, the older episodes like we do on Saturdays that we did do on Saturdays and do it on Wednesdays. Just to refresh everybody, you know, maybe uh, you'll read some past um, synopsis to get us into the mood. You know what I mean? Okay, sounds good. I'm game. I don't know what uh, part you want to start in season eight. So what do you think about that, guys? We'll start from season eight. Judy will read her synopsis of that show. And we'll discuss that show up to uh, hopefully uh, season nine. What do you think, Judy? Sounds like a great idea. Okay. Daniel says, is that a G at the at 11 o'clock on that stone? I have no idea. Daniel. I don't see it, Daniel. You like that idea, Linda? What about on the YouTube side? Jake says it could be. You know, you always wonder what Spooner Silver's doing, you know, how they doing, looking, looking, and looking. Right. I mean, it's uh, September 1st. So if they started looking when they started on the island, 
they got to have a pretty good idea of uh, what that silver trace is coming from by now, I would say. Right. I'll bet they do know. But, um, yep, it's not too clear when I blew it up. I even put clear on it, but I'll see if I have other pictures of this uh, anchor stone they flipped up. I should mark down the season in the episode so you guys can see it. If you guys have it on uh, uh, a CD or a DVD, maybe you guys can get a better picture than I do. But, um, I mean, it doesn't take forever to find out this information. I mean, if you have excavators digging and people working, like they say, 12, 15 hours a day, you can move a lot of soil. You can move a lot of things. You can build a lot of things. I mean, they're supposed to still do uh, Rustall's little house. They're supposed to redo and put it on the beach where they were watching that, Judy. We haven't heard anything about that. No. I'm thinking, um, I think it was Charles and, and Scott that were doing that, and uh, maybe uh, they're doing that on off time. Yeah, Scott and uh, Doug were doing it. Okay, Doug, you're right. Yep, you so got I, a good memory, Sean. Yeah, sometimes I have spikes in my memory, and then it goes dead for about 30 days. <laughs> <laughs> But like I said, we got to be on Saturdays because that's what we're used to. Back to my old stomping grounds on Wednesday, 7.30. And obviously, if there comes some Wednesdays and Saturdays that I just absolutely have nothing to say, but that's when I was thinking about, well, wait a minute. Judy can start her synopsis now and get us into the season. If we do one on Wednesday and one on Saturday, that's only two per week, Judy. Keep me busy. Well, no, don't you have them printed out? Um, I have them written out, yes. Yeah. So we'll just go from the first one, do one on Wednesday, one on Saturday, one on Wednesday, one on Saturday. Okay. September, October, it'd be what? 16 of them, right? Yes, I think so. I don't know if we got 16 of them. I don't know. But we'll just pace it out. That sounds like a good idea. I just came up with that idea now live. How's that sound? <laughs> Looks like it's going over good. Playground justice. I see the G. But um, yeah, we'll get that paperwork together. I have them someplace. And um, we'll just do it. Jake Roberts, cool idea, you two. Yeah, I just came up with it now, two seconds ago. <laughs> on the fly, Jake, on the fly. But uh, we do have some uh, special guests uh, lined up, just getting confirmation on when they can come in. You know, I'll pass that information to you guys once I get confirmation of... Uh, what time and what day to uh, hey, tell us the theories? What'd you say? I said, thank you, Stu Wilson. He just said I do a great job. 
Of course. <laughs> of course. Makes my day. Yeah, I got Judy on on Saturdays now on the telephone because before she used to do the synopsis and then get off. Remember, Judy? Right. I remember that. So when the show stopped, I had to say, Judy, there's no way people want to hear you. People want to listen to you. After listening to you all season, there's no way I could not say, well, you know, see in November when the show starts maybe and do our synopsis. No, you're in this ride with me. And um, people expect uh, 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 hearing you. And I think it worked out great. Thank goodness, because I love doing it. I love this group beyond words. Yeah, and it's like, okay, all our technology, okay, the phone's working, the computer's working, okay, go for it. That's been the only thing I haven't liked about this, John, or working these things. Yep. And, of course, you got to use my own phone, too. So if somebody tries to call me personally on the phone, it hasn't happened yet. Who knows what's going to happen, you know? Yes, for sure. You know, maybe somebody from the fellowship will surprise us one of these days. One of these days, and Jess Diaz says, why not go back to the other seasons and episodes that may be important, like all the ones that focus on the swamp, etc. Yeah, whatever you guys want to do. We can put up uh, a suggestion box uh, in the group. You know, some of them are important. Some of them are more important to the others. Some of them are just fillers. You know what I mean, Judy? Right. Yes. Yeah, well, it gives uh, you something to think about. To me, they're all important because they all tie in. They give you just a little bit on this show. The next show, they give you just a little bit again. So that's how the show runs, you know. Right. Last year was the first year I found... Um, the synopsis were longer because they were giving more information yep. than the years before. Yep. So we're going to work on that. Like I said, we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you Wednesday. It's seven thirty. You know, I got to play. Right. I got to play the professor's uh, uh, video on Wednesdays. He'll be the uh, professor's video. From the channel that he puts on the webpage and on his YouTube channel. But I like to put it on my channel. So everybody, Judy, on the Anchor, Spotify, Worldly podcast, here's the professor. You know what I mean? Right. We certainly want them to not miss that for sure. Right. Because people on Facebook, like I said before, do not go to YouTube. So when he posts his video and it's on YouTube, the Facebook members don't click on it. You know, some do, but not the majority of them that read his posts. I mean, there's not 15,000 views on the video. So that's why I like to put it on my page because he does a fantastic job. Oh, he does. Oh, my Lordy, Forty. Unbelievable. And this way it's on the radio side. And also when I post it to Facebook, the Facebook members see it that don't go to YouTube. Does that make sense, or did I just confuse myself? <laughs> no, I think, I think it makes sense, John. 
you, you know what I mean? Like when we did the big show Saturday night, it's on my Facebook group, The Quest of Oak Island. You have to join that group to see it because it's a private group. And it's also on YouTube. If I just made it for YouTube only, the people that don't go to YouTube would have never seen the fifth anniversary show. You know, Judy? Right. And that would certainly be a loss. Right. So I leave it on both Facebook and Ray D. John, how come I can't find you on Facebook? Looked up QOOI and Quest of Oak Island. Now, Ray D., uh, please uh, personal message me. We'll try to find out why. You should be able to find it. Yes, I think so. The only people that cannot find it the group is if somebody was blocked or somebody was banned something to that effect it might have happened months or years ago i have no idea so we'll have to look that up ray d you know what i mean judy yeah yeah well yeah i help her out and and uh, who knows why she can't who knows I can't tell. there's some people that got blocked or banned long ago that I had no idea that they were banned or blocked or they were hacked, Judy. That was my big thing. They were hacked and they said they were hacked and I don't wait to delete and ban people who are hacked because then I cannot have my Facebook group be hacked. Um, I have the two-step authentication on on the group. Also on YouTube, you know, two ways to uh, to log in. But when people PM me or something happens that they are hacked, I delete them and tell them on another platform, if you've been hacked and you change your accounts, you can't get back in until you rejoin. Because I want no part of that mess. You know what I mean, Judy? Right, exactly. Yes, I went through that a while ago, and I don't want to go through it again. Thank you, Curtis. And this professor, new post tomorrow, the Pazant Massacre. This professor goes crazy. He's the best, ain't he? He is. He really is. I give all of the researchers uh, kudos because I wouldn't have the patience to do what they do. Yep. And it's like, say, we're going to button it up uh, very shortly, uh, Judy. Okay. Um, and Ray D., I'm on... Uh, the podcast on Anchor, we're all over the place. If you can't find me and Judy, some kind of technology problem that we'll have to look it up. But the, we're going to button up uh, shortly. And um, like I said, we'll see you Wednesday. We'll just pray for that season nine coming in. Working on a couple of guest appearances, but who knows? I'll let you guys know. And just a, a little bit of the backstory of what's going on. You know, you look at my Quest of Oak Island Facebook page. We try to put in new news as soon as we get it or as soon as a member sees it. They show it to me. Um, no rumorville. And it goes right on. And Daniel Spino, my home bay was a dangerous place to be. 
We'll be waiting for her. Really? It's so pretty. Yep, and Todd says a lot of people that say they're hacked actually have someone copy and impersonate their Facebook accounts, right? And you know how many PMs I get saying this, guys? Hey, John. Yeah. Rick Lagina messaged me and wants to be my friend. Or, hey, John, Marty Lagina, PM me, wants to be friends. No, they do not do social media. Please, you get anything like that, block them. Or if it's somebody from my group somehow did that, you let me know. So please be careful out there on your PMs or they go in my chat group or whatever, they get your name. Be very careful with the emails. Let me know what's going on so I can give them the sword here. As long as you show me screenshots and proof, I have no problem. Of course, I need proof or screenshots of what's going on that I don't see before I delete or ban somebody from the group. Yup, Linda. We got to be very careful. Very, very careful. All right, Judy, you want to say your goodbyes? And uh, I don't know if anybody wants to call in. I doubt it. So I'm not even going to put the number up, Judy. Okay. Hey, everybody. I want to thank you so much for all the uh, encouragement you gave me tonight. You have no idea what that means to me. I want you to all have a good week. And for all of those that are in the way of that storm, stay safe, please. Everybody stay safe, and we'll see you Wednesday night, John. Okay, Judy, we'll see you Wednesday night. Thanks for coming on. Okay, bye-bye. All righty, guys. Well, I want to thank you guys for uh, joining me and Judy this Saturday night. We didn't have much, but just a little bit of chit-chat. We'll see you Wednesday night at 7.30 Eastern Time. I'll let you know of any new um, pending news the minute I get it. But remember, guys, always go forward. You may get a setback, but just believe in yourself to reach your goals, but never give up, be kind, be smiling, stay strong, stay safe, and you guys stay positive. Thank you members for joining me tonight. We'll see you Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. Take care. Good night, guys. You guys are the best. See you soon. Bye-bye.